Hello, hello, and welcome to the very first episode of Not So Nice Girl. I am your host and recovering nice girl, Natalie Volpicelli. And in this podcast, we'll talk a lot about what is a nice girl, what it means to be a nice girl, what that looks like, and how you can move past it, and tips and tricks for living your life in a more autonomous way. So I know kind of first order of business, you're probably wondering who the fuck are you and what does it mean to even be a nice girl? And mostly, why do I have the credentials to even talk to you about this? And truthfully, um, like I said, I'm a recovering nice girl. That's present tense. I am actively trying to get past this quote-unquote nice girl behavior just like probably a lot of you guys are so the tips and tricks that i share that any of my guests share um you know it's all trial and error it's all trying to navigate this life um with that being said i am also a doctoral candidate for developmental psychology and a lot of the research that I focus on is based around healthy risk-taking and this idea that as you grow up and as you age, there's a healthy amount of risk that is expected of you to take in order to test out your boundaries, understand who you are, um, and grow from that. And so that's a lot of what I want to learn about as well as expressing female sexuality and how that can look in the modern age. And both of those things tie in nicely back to this idea of nice girl. All right, so I've said it plenty. Again, I hear you. I know what you're saying. What the fuck is a nice girl? And I think we all honestly know what a nice girl is. We've seen it in, you know, our 90s rom-coms and early 2000s rom-coms with maybe they're the nerdy girl or they're the quiet girl, but they're the girl that's just nice to everyone, Um, obviously like the name says, but it goes so much more beyond that um, because they're not just nice. They are constantly smiling, constantly in a good mood. They're that ray of sunshine where you're kind of like, how... Are you always positive? And what we'll find is maybe it's not exactly what it seems. But on the out front, they're putting on this show that they're positive, they're happy, they've only experienced good emotions, and they will do anything to appease to the people around them. And whether that means adjusting their behaviors or you know, discounting their own emotions to make other people feel better. That's what they're going to do. And to them, it's like, that's what makes me happiest when other, everyone around me is happy. And if everyone around them is happy, then they can keep on this facade of, you know, almost cheesy movie-esque you know, hair blowing in the wind, effortless appearance, exuding positivity. And when I say that I was a nice girl, I'm not necessarily saying that 
that's who I was because it wasn't effortless. It was fucking difficult to maintain or try to maintain this idea that I was this sweet, wholesome girl next door, never made anyone mad, everyone loved me type of girl. And to be honest, I don't even know if I succeeded on it, but that was my goal. That was my intention. And it consumed every fucking waking second of my life. And when I think back to back to high school or college, you know, when I was really, really in this nice girl phase, I was trying so hard for this nice girl ideal, but I also really was never actually genuine to myself. Even if, you know, some of these things that I was doing were things that I believed in, I was never genuine because the whole time I'm monitoring how everyone else is reacting to me. So I swear I had a different personality for every group or every friend that I had trying to play this role and fit into this role and match how they either expected me to act or how they liked me to act, honestly. And that just leads to constantly changing and constantly having to monitor all these different versions of yourself. None of them may actually be who you are. And I'm just pausing there as I'm explaining kind of my history and some light background of my experience as a nice girl. And this is something that I will be talking about, obviously, throughout the podcast. Um, And I want to acknowledge that I, I took this to the extreme. So a lot of the things I'm saying, you may not fully relate to it, but I truly believe I'd be hard pressed to find someone who never experienced, at least on some level, this desire to be what people wanted them to be or this desire to match this expectation and this social desirability. That's a really universal experience that we all have. And it's a particularly key driver when we are talking about this nice girl agenda. Whether that's our parents telling us this, uh, maybe it's a religion um, telling us how to act, maybe it's our friends, movies, media, celebrities, whatever it is, it's a common thing that we're told is that, you know, girls are supposed to sit there, sit still, look pretty. Not ruffle any feathers, not get mad, not get angry, not be over emotional because God forbid women have emotions. It's all of that thing, same old, same old that we've been told. And frankly, if you don't mind me saying, fuck that, fuck that. As someone who lived a lot of her life like that, it is so detrimental to growing and finding an authentic being. I, like I said, I had a bit more of a 
extreme case of this. I mean, I grew up in an Italian family with a lot of emotions, a lot of opinions, um, constantly was moderating them, constantly um, altering my state to appease to other people's emotions. And then on top of that, I was a gymnast since I was three and did gymnastics for a good 18, 20 years, um, whether it was gymnastics or then, you know, I started doing cheerleading. And basically in that environment, as you probably all know, it's one of those environments where you are told to act exactly as you are told. You do not argue, you do not attest, you just listen and follow directions. And you're trained basically to be a little robot at a very young age. So again, all of these things were kind of piling together where I was being told to follow directions. I was told to moderate how I was behaving to account for other people's emotions. And then on top of that, I grew up in a very Catholic family, which religion is great in so many ways, but not the way I did it. Um, You know, I had a very, very strict idea of what is good and bad. And let me tell you, the way religion is taught, there are so many fucking ways that you can be bad. Just me cursing right there, bad. And that's not a life to live, where every single step you take outside, you have the potential to be bad, when all you want is to be good. All you want is to be perfect, little good girl, nice girl, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And it is exhausting. So that brings me back. What is this idea of a nice girl? And to me, the best way to explain it is a nice girl is someone who lets the world happen to them versus being an active member in their life being the main character lead role in their own life story. And I know that sounds weird coming from stating, you know, all these main girls, these lead girls that were kind of getting this idea and this trope of nice girl from were technically the main girls in the movie, but were they? I mean, they are, but when you think about it, you know, they weren't pretty until the jock noticed them. And it's just like that, as simple as that. Life is happening at them. They are at the whim of other people because they don't want to shake the boat. They don't want to confront anyone. They want everyone to like them. They want to be people pleasers. Excuse me. Frankly put, They're a goddamn doormat. And that's what a nice girl is. And you can say it sounds amazing or whatever, but at the end of the day, that's what it is. And that's where I also want to talk about this idea of being nice. And that that's the goal, is to always be nice. 
And it's true. We do want to be nice. We want to be kind. But at the end of the day, barring any, you know, there are sociopaths, there are psychopaths, there are narcissists. That's a whole different story. But the majority of the people, this is where we'll get, talk about some of, you know, this psych literature, and I'll try to put it in, in pretty simple terms. The majority of people are put on this earth to be social beings. We are social beings. That is just how we are fundamentally. That's how our brain is wired. And, you know, we can go back to caveman lands and talk about that, but at the end of the day, we have a propensity to help other people because that helps the larger group. And that even means sometimes we take a shot for the greater good to help the person next to us. Here, take my lunch. I don't need it. You can eat it because you looked hungry. That's a common thing that people are innately wanting to do. So if we already have this innate urge to be kind, to be nice, to help other people and be altruistic. We don't need to put in so much extra effort and go out of our way and constantly put ourselves down and constantly be our own selves up to be nice, to be altruistic. Most people have that propensity in them. Maybe I'm an optimist, but that's what psychology tells us in general. However, there are outside factors, always. And for some people, it's an outside factor pushing them to do bad. And for nice girls, it's an outside factor, be it parents, coach, friends, their social circle, or religion, forcing them to constantly put others in front of them, even if that hurts them, over and over and over again. And that's not good either. And I don't think that's talked about enough, is this idea that women are supposed to sit there, look pretty, be quiet, be submissive. We talk about it, we get mad, right? But it's just as bad to be constantly letting other people live your life, to not be the main character of your life. One of the things that I was talking about was how in my research I want to look into female sexuality and embracing your sexuality and what that looks like and what that means and being autonomous of it. Now, we can get in deeper about it later, but just the bare bones. Part of that thing is a nice girl, how it relates back. She's not sexy. She doesn't wear makeup. She doesn't dress scandalous. She's either effortlessly beautiful, hair flowing in the wind, whatever the fuck it is. Or she's just so sweet. She's girl next door. She's not hot. She's not sexy. She's cute. That fucking word, cute. I swear that's what I would always get told growing up was, wow, you're cute. You're cute. Never hot, cute. Fuck that. Fuck that round two. We're going to have a fuck that meter. 
and just count each episode because I'll be saying it a lot. Not very nice girl of me, but here we are. And again, that's life happening at you because just like that girl who bumps into the guy and the jock finds her pretty, I couldn't sit there and say, I think I'm hot. I think I'm sexy. I think I'm cute. Whatever the word I wanted to use, I couldn't use that. And I didn't want to be hot and sexy because I was a nice girl, because I was a side character in my own life. And the side character isn't hot and sexy. The main character is. And I was letting everyone else do that. So that's a whole other thing that I think a lot of us struggle with is admitting where we're good where were our strengths or if that means that it's because we're hot or sexy or if it means that we're smart or if it means that we're all the fucking above, which a lot of us are, just saying that and admitting that, that's a whole other statement. And that's something that we were trained and taught never to do. Be honest, be humble, especially the nice girls. Again, we don't get to do all of that because we're busy being the side character in our own goddamn life. It's frustrating. It's fucking frustrating. And that's why I'm here. That's why I'm here to talk about it. That's why I'm here excited to talk to you guys about it and get into it and hear your stories and meet with people in my life and hear their stories because It's that moment that you kind of finally get to be the main character in your own life. And it's all of us coming together and giving each other permission to say, you're allowed to be. If you want to be sexy, be sexy. If you want to be the smart girl, be the smart girl. Pick what you want to be. Be genuine to who you are. Do not let other people live your life. Do not let life happen to you. Be the active person in your life. Be the main character. Because if you think about it and in a book, your whole life is your point of view. Main character in the book is usually the point of view. So why would you not be? And why can't you be? Why can't you be confident in one aspect of who you are? And again, I'm saying all these things and I know that not everyone maybe can relate to all these aspects, like I said. And I'm sure there are also probably a lot of people that are like, that's me to a T, or that was me to a T. I'm not unique in this, but like I said earlier, I definitely took it a little too far and applied it to all aspects of my life, whereas for a lot of people, it may just be in one part of your life. For example, dating you know they they may be someone who lets their partner get away with a bit too much or adjust who they are and sacrifices who they are in order to appease their partner or to you know try to put on this chill persona because they don't want to say they don't want anyone saying that they're crazy which 
here comes number three because fuck that and fuck that word crazy that people use because wanting to be treated well does not mean that you're crazy. Or maybe it's in work. Maybe you just think, oh, if I work so, so, so hard, you know, they'll just give me the promotion. They'll do it. I'll, I'll let them come to me. That's not always how it works. And I understand too, you know, the name of my podcast is Not So Nice Girl. But like I said before, these are pretty universal shared experiences. And I use kind of this idea of nice girl behavior because that's what I was told a lot. Um, And in a lot of ways, it definitely leans more towards her literature towards women kind of pushing this idea. But that doesn't mean that this nice girl behavior is anything more than just behavior because that's what it is. And anyone can kind of take on this behavior and make it a life of its own, whether that's, you know, in romantic relationships or in friendships or in family dynamics. And a lot of times it's honestly just within yourself too and trying to grapple with what you want from yourself and what you expect and where you are. Okay, well, so I think that's probably a good ways to end. We touched on a lot of things. Um, but I think it was all good in capturing kind of what the idea and the root of this podcast is. And going from here, there'll be, because I simply don't know how not to, tons of research and tons of psychology being looped in not just me rambling all the time about my life I swear I promise as well as some lovely lovely guests that we have in the future coming so without further ado that's our first episode and we're talking about getting over it not being such a nice girl and understanding that not being a nice girl doesn't mean you're a fucking bitch it doesn't mean, at least I like to think so. So maybe I, I, it's just me, but I like to think I'm not a bitch. Instead, it's just taking control of your life. Fucking finally. We're going to have guests on this podcast talk about it in so many different aspects of life. We're going to continue talking one-on-one. I can't wait to hear from you guys and your experiences and how you resonate or relate to what I'm saying if you really resonate to what I'm saying, or if maybe there's another aspect that I'm forgetting altogether because I'm sure I am. And I just can't wait to explore this with you guys. I'm so excited. Please, if you have time to rate and review, I would love to hear from you. Please follow me on social media at, on Instagram at not, so nice girl pod, all one word on TikTok at ni- not so nice girl pod, all one word, and then on Twitter at not nice pod. And I can't wait to talk to you guys later. <laughs>